0: Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. Let's get some ice cream. No, Dad, I don't
1: care about ice cream right now. What are
2: we going to
3: do? It'll be all right, George. It'll work out. It always does. I'm going to find another job. Look, George, this is the way it goes. Sometimes you're flush and sometimes you're bust. And when you're up, it's never as good as it seems. And when you're down, you never think you're going to be up again. But life goes on. Remember that? Money isn't real, George. It doesn't matter. It only seems like it does.
4: You can't tell it to tell the mom. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's going to be a tricky one.
3: My name is Maverick Matthews and this is Pepper for your steak. song is called To Build a Home, and it's by the Cinematic Orchestra from the album Ma Fleur. Welcome back. It's been a moment since I've put a show up. Big life changes. Lots of challenges. We are on the precipice of Halloween. In this episode, I have a few quick, not quick, but I have a few quotes for you. Two, in fact. The first comes from Les Brown, um, who actually, the very opening quote, don't let someone else's opinion of you define you. Um, I'm going to play a a quote from one of his shows, or speeches rather, Les Brown, L-E-S-B-R-O-W-N. If you're unfamiliar with this speaker, go find him. Let him inspire you. And the second one comes from Arnold Schwarzenegger who has always been one of my indirect and informal mentors, a very impressive life trajectory, regardless of however you feel about his politics or his personal challenges. So I'm going to play two quotes for you for contemplation, and then I have an electronic music set for you, and it's a set that I played live at an event in Los Angeles for Halloween called Love Manor which is put on by production designer Johnny Love. It was a private event. It was very cool. It was my, essentially the first celebrity event I played. I wasn't in my best form. It was a crazy long day, but I still put up a fight. I think you'll enjoy the electronic music set. You be the judge. You tell me what you think. I'm going to be touring this music soon. I will have tour dates soon. We're working on some club dates. So if you'd like to see Pepper for Your Steak, come to your town. DM me on Instagram at the underscore real underscore Maverick Matthews. I'd also like to say thank you for the people who've reached out to me. I've gotten some amazing direct messages uh, telling me what the podcast means to them and really some heartfelt stuff. I know this is an intense show. I know that this is a very emotional show. It is not typical for the podcast arena. It has been an expression of my heart. It has been a coping mechanism that I have used. And I would like to thank you for indulging that. Uh, Because it's been a weird trajectory for me. It's been a weird experience. But I'm very grateful that my audience has grown to what it is now. And, you know, I can remember the beginning when I was just talking to thin air. And now I'm talking to tens of thousands of people. It's pretty crazy. But I'm very, very grateful. So if you would like to give back to this podcast, share it. Share it with somebody who needs inspiration. Share it with somebody who's down. Share it with somebody who is challenged by their own life's trajectory. Because that's why I created it. And that's why I continue to do it. And for whatever reason... I have been given an excessively empathic and overly passionate and emotional character and constitution, and I I don't know why, and I've stopped questioning why. I'm just trying to honor it and pay dignity to it and allow others to feel that expression through my artistic creations. So I'm proud to share this show with you. I'm proud of these quotes, and I'm proud of the electronic music set. So if you need to be inspired, if you're in a challenging place, if you would like to be contemplative, please take this journey with me. So thank you for being here. Visit maverickmatthews.com. Consider purchasing the coffee table book. We have some t-shirts left there. There's a tip jar if you'd like to contribute, but most importantly, thank you for your attention. All right, let's get this show on the road, as they say, figuratively and literally. We're going to do the intro music, a quote from Les Brown, a quote from Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then a 35-minute electronic music Halloween-centric set. My name is Maverick Matthews, and this is Pepper for Your Steak. We thought we had something different here, you see. We live in both
4: a very fragile and precious experiment in democracy, and we live in an empire that is experiencing profound decline.
0: Reptilian agenda. Okay, let's talk about the reptiles. So you're saying the reptilians are luring humans to, like, Hawaii to to vacation spots. The news is dead to scare white people. I've said this for years. To live this life, you can't live the life everyone else lives. You're not going to be partying on the weekends. You're going to be performing on the weekends. You're not going to be watching the big uh, game on a Thursday night, because you'll be in a club. You have to have that mindset that you don't belong. You don't go to the rhythm of the rest of the world.
3: Okay, let's get right into this. I told you what we're going to do. This first quote comes from Les Brown. And if you want to search this out and listen to the rest of it, it's titled, It's Not Over Until You Win. Follow Les Brown. The theme of these two quotes is about overcoming adversity against the odds and ignoring the naysayers. So enjoy these quotes. They're longer than usual. That's why there's only two. So let's get right into it. Thank you for being here. This is Pepper for Your Steak.
0: Because I was willing to take a chance, and most people won't do that. Most of the people that you talk to, to try and bring them into the business, these are not risk takers. Most people have done all that they're ever going to do. They raise a family, they earn a living, and then they die but people who are running toward their dreams, life has a special kind of meaning. And here's what I will share with you, that in the process of working on your dreams, you are going to incur incur a lot of disappointment, a lot of failure, a lot of pain, a lot of setbacks, a lot of defeats. But in the process of doing that, you will discover some things about yourself that you don't know right now. What you will realize is that you have greatness within you. What you'll realize is that you're more powerful than you can ever begin to imagine. What you will realize is that you are greater than your circumstances, that you don't have to go through life being a victim. As Jack indicated, I was born in Miami, Florida in an area called Liberty City in an abandoned building on a hard Ninolian floor with my twin brother. We were six weeks of age. We were adopted. When I was in fifth grade, I was identified as EMR, labeled, educable, mentally retarded, put back from the fifth grade into the fourth grade, and stayed in that category until I got out of high school. I don't have any college training, but I met a high school teacher who one day changed my life. I was waiting on another student And when he came in, he said to me, young man, go to the board and write what I'm about to tell you. And I said, I I can't do that, sir. He said, why not? I said, I'm not one of your students. He said, it doesn't matter. Follow my directions now. I said, I can't do that, sir. He said, why not? I said, because I'm educable, mentally retarded. And he came from behind his desk and he looked at me. He said, don't ever say that again someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality.
3: Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. Consider how many times in your life someone else's opinion of what you are has crept into your psyche and dominated it troubled it bothered it I think it was Earl Nightingale who was the first person I mean we're talking about a motivational speaker from the 50s and 60s who was the first person I heard to say very clearly and concisely that your opinion of yourself cannot be made up of the opinion of others. You cannot seek the affirmation of other people to determine whether your actions are worthy or not. Right now, we live in a culture in this country that is exceedingly harsh in terms of confinement of the individual spirit. Our culture has never been more strongly focused On creating drones, on denying individuality, on encouraging people, forcing people to compromise their sense of self-worth in order to conform. Just be like us. Get the jab. Don't you want to protect other people? by compromising your own biological sovereignty regardless of the fact that there's no evidence that it does anything at all. Don't ever conform. I think it was, I want to say Mark Twain who said, find out where the masses are going and go the other direction. There's nothing more valuable than the individual sense of self. And no matter how many people try to trick you into being like them, don't fall for it. This world is dominated by a kind of wondrous variety. And just because there are forces at work which want to destroy that, which want to literally touch every single molecule and force it to conform. I put forth the proposition to you that it would be better to die than to be forced to destroy your own individual uniqueness. Arnold Schwarzenegger tells an incredible story in fact, maybe I'll put the quote in here. Yeah. Let's hear from my buddy Arnie. I hope I get the opportunity to hang out with this gentleman because I know he's getting older and I want him to live forever, just like I want to live forever. But we all know that's not reality. So many people have already left. I wanted to meet Burt Reynolds. You know, I wanted to. There's so many people who I missed, you know. And and yet, I've had such an incredibly blessed path to be able to hang out with so many of my heroes. But right now, Arnold is out there. And if you know him, if you have the ability to connect us, please do that. Because I want to hang out with him. I want to smoke a stogie in a hot tub. No homo. You know? with some women, friends, just there to have a good time, create the right energy, appreciate the human condition. But let's hear what he had to say about uniqueness.
2: It was all no, no, and it can't be done, it's impossible. And I remember then that the same thing happened also when I'm in the show business. Can you imagine? I was now a bodybuilder. I weighed 250 pounds. I was Mr. Olympia six times. I was Mr. Universe five times. I missed the world. I missed international. I won 13 world bodybuilding championships altogether. And now I said to the agent, the Hollywood agent, I want to get into movies. He said, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, Arnold. I asked a studio executive. I say, I want to get into movies. I want to be a leading man. He started laughing. So they all say, that's impossible. I say, why is it impossible? He says, because, look at how big you are. You weigh 250 pounds. Hercules bodies and muscular bodies weighing 20 years ago. 20 years ago, they did Magista and they did all this... uh, uh, Samsung movies and hercules movies and stuff like that but not anymore i know this is the 70s do you know the sex symbols today it's al pacino he weighs 150 pounds it's dustin hoffman he weighs 146 pounds and guess who else is a sex symbol woody allen so imagine they're telling me now that those are the new sex symbols so they have to forget about it, and then they told me this: "And your accent, even if you reduce all your body weight and everything and have a normal body, your accent." I said, "Your accent. I mean, it will go give people goosebumps with the German accent. It will get people to the creeps. They will get scared." He says, no one in Hollywood ever has become a leading man that had an accent. Doesn't happen. People in America want to hear their actors talk like John Wayne or like Burt Reynolds or like Clint Eastwood. Not like someone on Hogan's Heroes or something like that. Some Nazi movie. That's the kind of stuff that they heard. They said, no, you see, it's impossible. And plus your name, your name who can pronounce Schwarzen Schnitzel or something like that. No one can pronounce that, so forget about it, Arnold. This is the kind of thing that I heard. Imagine, you go from studio executive to studio executive, from agent to agent, from manager to manager, and they all said exactly the same thing. Now, that's very encouraging, isn't it? But you know something? I didn't give a shit. I didn't. Because I believed that I can be a leading man. I believed that I could be another King Eastwood or another Burt Reynolds or another Warren Beatty or whatever those characters were, Charles Bronson and so on. I believed that I could be those people. I said, there's enough room in that ladder that I can fit up there. And I looked back again and learned from what I learned in sports, in my case in bodybuilding. It's all about the hard work that you put in. I said to myself, in bodybuilding, I worked out five, six hours a day. I'm going to do the same thing now for acting. And of course, I went to college to study English. I studied studied voice, accent removal, acting classes, and all of this stuff. All day long, I worked and I worked and I worked. And within a short period of time, I made one movie called Hercules in New York, which, of course, went right into the toilet. But it didn't discourage me. I still had the same vision. And then all of a sudden, I did Streets of San Francisco. I did Stay Hungry and Pumping Iron and The Villain. And then all of a sudden, I was asked by Dino De Laurentiis and by Universal Studio biggest studio to star in Conan the Barbarian and after I did Conan the Barbarian the director at the press conference said to the press the director was John Milius he said to the press if we wouldn't have had Arnold we would have had to build one so think about that The very body that they said can never be sold because the time is wrong. A few years later, I'm doing Conan the Barbarian, and it was the number one hit at the box office when it came out in the summer of 82. Think about that. And the director says, if we wouldn't have had his body, we would have had to build one. So all of a sudden, my body became an asset, not a liability. And the same thing was with Terminator. After we were finished filming Terminator, Jim Cameron said to the press, if Arnold wouldn't have had that accent and talked like a machine, I think the movie wouldn't have worked. So think about that. The body and the accent that they attacked was an asset. But I didn't listen to those losers. I didn't listen to them at all. Because that's exactly the way it was in politics again, when everyone said no, 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 and it can't be done, and I became governor of California. And this is with everything like that. This is just the reality of it, is, is that you cannot listen to the naysayers. So this is a very important lesson for all of you. So when someone says no, this is a stupid idea, you in your mind, you don't have to say it, but in your mind just say, it, you say fuck you. You're an asshole. What do you know? (laughs) Yeah.
3: All right. Yeah. Man, you know, his resilience, there's something about his positive resilience because there are a lot of people who are resilient and they're like, oh, I'm so awesome. Like, I don't care what other people think. That is not what Arnold is doing. I think he is a sensitive person who understands that the only way to overcome obstacles is to believe in yourself. And he's done it over and over. And he's been an inspiration to me for 20 years, maybe 30 years. I've watched his movies. I've, you know, I've watched him lift weights. I've, I've watched him have fun. I've watched him make mistakes and recover from them. And overall, his life's trajectory has been incredible. It's been absolutely beautiful. So, yes, th- I, you know, this is a bromantic diatribe, so forgive me. <laughs> okay. I hope that inspired you. It's time to transition to the electronic music. This is very Halloween-centric. Again, this was the live set that I played at Love Manor, a production put on by designer Johnny Love in Los Angeles, California, in historic West Adams in, a, in a, an incredible home. If you would like to see pictures from this event, just go to your favorite search engine and type in Johnny Love Halloween Party 2022, and you'll get lots of responses. It was incredible. It was celebrity filled. It was an amazing event. And I was I was grateful to be there. I had a lot of fun, and although we were all pretty faded at the end, it was it was re- it was a real blessing to get to bring it home. So thank you, Johnny, and Lewis, and, and everybody, Mason, all the people who made the event a success, um, Michelle. Uh, you know I, I, I don't even know who else to thank. So here it is, the Halloween electronic music set. This is some down-tempo baby-making music for you. Be careful. Have fun. Be safe. And most importantly, believe in yourself. Ignore the naysayers. And don't let other people's opinion of you define who you are. Be ready to correct your own course when you make mistakes. But at the same time, travel that course with dignity and confidence. So thank you for being here. My name is Maverick Matthews. This is Pepper for Your Steak. Prepare to get strange. Here we go.
4: sister's trying to find Last days of the band
3: Thank you for being here. Thank you for indulging this. I'm going to break out that electronic music set into its own show so you can train to it or do whatever you wish in, an, in the next episode. In the meantime, please visit maverickmatthews.com and follow me on Instagram at the underscore real underscore Maverick Matthews. And I'll see you next time on Pepper for Your Steak.